2: Odd city. Into the territory west. There's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a US Marshal and the smell of gun smoke.
3: Of the violence that moved west with young America. The story of a man who moved with it. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal.
2: Wanted for murder. Wanted for murder. Clay Richards. Clay Richards. Age thirty one. Height six feet. Eyes brown. Hair red. Eyes
3: brown, hair red. Hey, how'd you like me to print his picture on these notices? I got a woodcut. Well, let me show you. Ernie! Yeah? That's your marshal a copy of that front page. Interviewing Clay's wife yesterday, I noticed a tintype
2: on the mantel. Their wedding photograph. So, first thing you know, I snitched it. It's very fun.
3: Yeah, oh, I'll take it, Ernie.
2: Here,
3: here. And then I propped it up in front of me and carved me this woodcut. Ain't she prime? Ain't she just
2: elegant? Real elegant. Good likeness, don't you think? Of course, he was seven or eight years younger with us. Yeah, Tentai. it's a good likeness. That's his hair shorter. Doesn't show what makes a law-abiding man like him try, try to him rob a bank.
4: Sort of
2: Doesn't it. look like a man who it's murdered an old, old cashier Brian, and a I Chinese remember. cook who just happened to sure be there. he over it, though. But But it's a good likeness. Yes, sir, it is. A picture like this sure dresses up the front page, don't it? Yeah, it's a little masterpiece, Mr. Hightower. A notable contribution to the culture of
3: Dutch City. Well,
2: thank you, Marshal.
3: Does fetch the eye, don't it? I'm printing an extra 500 copies of the weekly, and I bet I sell them all. Too bad the cashier's
2: shot went wild. If he'd managed to kill Clay or even wing him, why, well, I bet I could sell a thousand extra copies. We must be thankful for the blessings we do receive, Mr. Hightower. Oh, I am, Marshal, I am. Why, just before it happened yesterday afternoon, I didn't know what I was going to fill my columns with, and then, like manna from heaven, two murders and a bank robbery. Attempted bank robbery, Mr. Hightower. He turned and ran before he got his hands on so much as a dollar. Yes. Still, as you say, like manna.
0: Dylan, I... I I'm talking
2: business. What is it, Chester?
0: Well,
2: it can wait, I guess, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, print Clay's picture on those notices, Mr. Hightower. Oh, where were we? Uh,
3: Eyes brown, hair red.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also known as Red, Bricktop, and Sorrow. He uh, didn't answer to no other nicknames, did he?
3: No, that's what they called him.
2: All right, then in big letters, $400 reward. Dead. And at the bottom, apply Matt Dillon, Marshall, Dodge City. Mm-hmm. i print 200 copies. How soon can I send Chester over for him? This afternoon. Good morning, Mr. Hightower. Chester. Think those posters will do any good? Richards is probably over the line into Oklahoma or Colorado but now. That Strawberry of his is the fastest in the county. He has no money. He panicked and ran out of the bank before he got a penny. I think he'll try to get help from his wife or brother or a friend the first chance he has. Maybe tonight. I say he's around here somewhere. I, uh... I'm sorry I turned on you. Why, that's all right, Mr. Dillon. Out all night with the posse, no sleep, man's bound to get touchy. No, it's not that. It's, it's the, the way... It's the way people use a thing like this. The men riding posse last night, they enjoyed it as though they were hunting fox or possum. Hightower back there, he acts like it was a birthday treat, specially gotten up for him. Everybody finds a way to use it. What was it you wanted to tell me? Hmm? Oh, I, I got a kid, a, a little boy locked up in the cell. Uh-huh. Run away from home, back in Cottonwood. Ed Slade turned him over to me when he come through on the stagecoach just now. Kid about 12 years old. Who's he? a woman. Miss Bonnie, she runs a boarding house in Cottonwood. Ed says kid's always running away a little while, I guess.
3: He flagged Ed for a ride on the road halfway between there and here. Soon as Ed seen him stand there with his bundle on his shoulder, he knowed what he was up to. So he told the kid he'd help him and then turn him over to us when he got there. All
2: right, we'll send a telegram to the mother to come fetch him. Well, come on in, Chester, and shut the door. Mr. Dillon? You're letting in every horse fly in Kansas. Mr. Dillon, I think you better cancel the order for them notices. What? The Dutchman's coming up the street, and he's leading a strawberry roan, and Clay Richards is draped across his back. Like a sack of wheat across the saddle. Last time I saw him, two days ago, he was standing at the bar laughing his head off. A sack of wheat across the saddle. And followed by half the saloon bums and loafers in town. All right, Chester, make him keep back.
5: All right, now stand back, you fellas. Come on now, back. Stand back.
4: Ziegler.
2: How'd it happen, Ziegler?
5: My goat, my old billy goat, he pushes open the fence last night and runs away.
2: Forget your goat. What about Clay?
5: Yeah, I, I tell you. This morning I go to look for the goat. I walk here, there. From near the river I see Clay. He sits there. I say, Hello, Clay. I'm the gate. dirty
4: Dutchman? You know, good dog, Clay was your best friend. He helped you buy your farm, so you kill him for the All right, all of you, keep back, everybody. Kill Clay? Me? No, no, my brother, he was like. We was in the war together. Peter, listen. You killed him for the war. Not so! I killed nobody, no, not since Gettysburg. Clay is dead already when I find him. I don't even own
2: a pistol. Ziegler, inside, quick. Yeah, yeah. Chester, give me a hand with Clay. All
4: right, all of you. Listen Shut up! I will not tolerate a disturbance. You know me. I got him, Chester. Take his legs. Uh All right, kick the door shut.
5: Marshal, I don't kill
2: Clay. On this table, Chester. What'd you do with Clay's gun? His holster's empty.
5: Gun? Clay's? I ain't got it. I don't even own one. Just
2: to see if it slipped out. While His we holster
5: were. was empty coming up the street. First thing I noticed. Maybe it's over uh, on the... That... Another customer? Why, well, it's three in less than a day. Oh, bountiful harvest. My fees this month will keep me in luxury. In
2: luxury? Doc, I uh, want to have an inquest as soon as possible.
5: Well, as soon as I finish the autopsy. Shouldn't take long with a practice I've had this week, huh? <laughs> no. Hey, late afternoon all right with you? I'll take him up to my office right now. Uh, No, thank you, Chester. I can carry him all by myself here. You just open the door there like a good fella. Uh, 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 Uh-oh. Ah,
2: yeah. Yeah,
5: Marshal, tell the city fathers I'd like to make a deal when the corpses are as famous as this one. (laughs) Back in 53 in San Francisco, a fellow I knew earned a fortune, exhibiting the head of Joaquin Marietta. Tell them if they'll let me keep the remains... I'll
2: do the autopsies for nothing. Shut the door, Chester. Ziegler, where is it you met Clay on the river?
6: By the fort. This side
2: by the fort. Ride out there, Chester, and see if you can find Clay's gun. Maybe he dropped it when he was shot. I did not shoot Clay. Sure. I did not. I had no reason to. I did not. I did not. Now, you listen to me. Maybe you think Dodge has got so big I don't know about everything that goes on here. Well, if you do, you're wrong. If you think I don't know about the bank having an overdue mortgage on your farm, you're wrong. $400 is reason enough for a struggling farmer like you. No. couldn't do such a thing. I am a human being. To a peace officer, Ziegler, that's enough grounds for suspicion. But whether you did it or not... Well, we be decided at your trial. In the meantime, you just stop yammering about it. Trial? Me? Even when I shoot somebody, I stand trial. If they find it's justifiable homicide, and they probably will, Clay being a wanted man, then he'll let you off. And if not. You'll... Please, I am permitted to go now. Go. Are you crazy?
5: I found this stock. I I must look after
2: it. You sit right down. You want to be lynched? You're trying to get yourself murdered if you've forgotten about Clay's brother, Adam? Adam would not believe I shot him. What difference does it make whether he believes it or not? His brother's been killed. Everybody's looking to him to do something about it, and he knows it. You want me to guess where he is right this minute? He's in one of them saloons, lapping up courage to come in here and ask me to give you to him for a present. You want to know who's with him? Ever loafer, ever bum, ever slob in town. Slapping him on the back and telling him what a shame it is. Taking him on to kill you so that they can have some excitement and some fun. Maybe you deserve killing, but it's my job to uphold the law and I'm not letting you out of here.
5: What? You you might
2: spend your time trying to think up a better story. That is, if you intend to stay in this town. All right, now think back. Didn't Clay go for his gun before you shot him? You,
5: I didn't. If I'm not under arrest, you have no right to keep me
2: here. I got to look after my farm. I go. All right, Chester, lock him up. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. Come on, now, Ziggler. Step out, sonny. This cage is bespoke. Who's in there, Chester? That little old runaway from Cottonwood. Oh. (laughs) Come over here, son. Come over here to me. I know who you are. <laughs> you do, do you?
7: You bet. You're Matt Dillon.
2: <laughs> Guilty.
7: I knowed you right off. He was pointed out to me one day back home. Filler says you was the fastest gun thrower in Kansas.
2: <laughs> Wyatt Earp wouldn't be awful interested to hear that, I'm afraid.
7: Filler says you was faster than older. Faster than Wild Bill Hickok and Hay City and Fat and Masterson or any of them. How many fellas have you killed?
2: You don't keep score, son. It's something you try to forget.
7: Not me. Someday I'll be famous like you, and for every feller I kill, I'll I'll put a notch on my gun. People will see those notches, and they'll know they better not try. Why'd you run
2: away from home, bub? Don't you know your mother's likely to worry about
7: you? Oh, she won't worry. She's too busy working. You ain't gonna make me go back, are you? You wouldn't do that, would you? Well... Because it wouldn't stop me for long. I'd only run away again.
2: Oh, where are you off to in such a sweat?
7: Oh, Texas, California, Mexico. Well, can accomplish things there, not like living in old Cottonwood. If you let me go, someday when I'm famous, you can tell people you helped get me started.
2: (laughs) Well, well, that's that's a pretty strong inducement. Um, I'll have to think about it for a while. And, uh, look, uh, while I'm making up my mind, I I want you to give me your word. The word of a man who'll be famous someday that uh, he won't try to run away from me. (laughs) Otherwise, I'll have to have Chester lock you up again.
7: Oh, I'll shake on that.
2: <laughs> good, good. Now, Chester, I want you to go look for Clay's gun. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. And uh, on the way, stop off and send that uh, telegram. You know? Hmm. Oh, that telegram. Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. I'll Where's Zinkler?
4: It's
2: all right, Chester. Go ahead. Yes, sir, Mr.
4: Dillon. Where's that murdering dog? Oh, there you are, you Not know. Not a single
2: step further,
4: Adam. I want him, Dylan. He murdered Clay, shot him down without giving him a chance. How do you know? Because Clay wouldn't have let anyone catch him off guard except a friend.
2: A friend.
4: Now, Dylan, give me that Dutchman. I'll try to take him. Just like
2: that? It's like that.
4: And it's true what the fellas say. You made a deal with the Dutchman to give him the reward and protect him if he'd kill Clay for you.
2: That was the deal, was it? Yeah. The fellas say why I'd make such a deal? Dylan,
4: it ain't no longer a secret around town that you and Francie want each other. But Clay was in the way. You had him killed so you could get his wife. Do you deny it?
2: No. No. It'll serve as well as any other crazy story to work you up. You think you're safe
4: behind that star, don't you? Well, Clay have friends, lots of them. I'm coming back with them friends, and we'll get the Dutchman and you and anyone else who tries to stop us.
2: All right, Adam. I'll be waiting. Yeah. You wait.
7: I almost seen something pretty just then, didn't I, Mr. Dillon?
2: Yeah, Almost. About another pint of whiskey ought to do it.
3: We will return for the second act of Gunsmoke in just a moment, but first. Many radio shows win high popularity with the prizes and cash they give away, but there's one show that's tops because the head man gives away as little as possible. What other radio program could it be but the Jack Benny show? So be listening. And now with William Conrad star as Matt Martin. Dillon, here's the second act of Gunsmoke.
2: On.
7: You say something, Mr. Dillon? Uh, yeah,
2: open my drawer in front of you there. You'll find a small bottle of oil in there. No, no, the one to the right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Now bring a little brush, too, huh?
7: Here it is. <laughs> Thanks, bub. That's the right nice gun you have. To... Yeah, it's
2: not bad, but a little stiff. Just a little stiff.
7: Do you want it to have a trigger? i never seen no gun without a trigger before.
2: Oh, you remove a trigger or uh, tie it back against a guard. And all you have to do is uh, thumb a hammer. Hey, like that. It's faster. <laughs> yeah, that's better now.
7: Remove the trigger. i remember that.
2: What in the world for? Well,
7: oh, I remember everything you told me. About the Texas holster and the spring holster and the double roll and filing off the site.
2: It's just me, Mr. Dillon. Oh, any luck, Chester? No, sir, not any. I went to the store first and asked Mr. Denton what kind of ammunition Clay Richards used to buy, and he told me Clay had a double-action forty-four. I scarred that riverbank a half mile each way from the ford and not a sign of it. Yeah. I got that telegram off. You know who ought to be here pretty soon. It's only seven, eight miles from... Is that a fire in town? Funeral services for Mr. Grinnell, the cashier. So soon? It's awful hot weather. Yeah. Um, any of uh, your guns need oiling, Justin? I don't think so. You Sure. When Adam left, he said he'd be coming back with some friends. I know. I stopped at the olive just now to rinse out my mouth. Adam was there talking mighty ugly and mighty big. He's got a sizable following. Uh, when, do you think? Any minute now, Mr. Dillon. They want me to take Bob out of here to one of the hotels, maybe?
7: I want to see him. No, I think
2: he will be safer here, Chester, behind stone walls and dodging about the streets rubbing naked. You keep your head down, sonny, you hear? There's a...
7: Matt.
6: Matt, i got to talk
2: to you. She ought to be in mourning. If she cared for Clay at all anymore, she ought to be in black. Matt. Oh, Lord, I find her more beautiful all the time.
6: Matt, have you heard what they're saying?
2: What are they saying, Francie?
6: That you and me, that, that you made Pete Ziegler kill him because I... I'm
2: sorry that got back to you,
6: Francie. It's all over Dodge. Adam almost strangled me before they dragged him off.
4: Oh, Francie, I didn't
6: shoot play. Francie, I beg you, believe me. Was Shut sh- up, Ziegler. Please, uh, Shut up, or I'll talk you to me. death.
2: Francie is just one of those crazy stories. They needed one, and they made one up.
6: But, Matt, everyone believes it. On my way down here, people were pointing, whispering. Old women clucking their tongues at me. They believe it. That...
2: They'll forget it as soon as this is over. They'll remember that even if we once did go with each other, it was finished and done with, even before the war ended, before you even met Clay.
6: No, they won't forget it. For the rest of my life, as long as I stay here... Oh, I'll... Hold
2: it a minute, Francis. Yeah, Doc, what is it?
5: Oh, uh, am I interrupting?
2: What is it, Doc?
5: The uh, autopsy's uh, finished. I examined his liver and
2: lights his... This turn... is Mrs. Richards, Doc. Oh... Oh, I beg your
5: pardon, ma'am. I'm sure I, I meant no disrespect for the departed. Well? Well, Clay was shot, all right, but from the nature of the wound and the coagulation of the blood, I'd say it happened sometime yesterday.
2: I'd say the cashier's bullet didn't go wild after all. How could a dead man gallop away?
5: Well, the wound wasn't what killed Clay. The ball hit the rib case and it bounced off. Twenty-two caliber, it was. And what did kill him was the stab in the back, right through the spine. Inflicted sometime this morning. Now, near as I can judge by a small blade, oh, two or three inches long, it could have been a barlow knife. Thanks, doc. Yeah, please accept my condolences, Mister Richard. You call the inquest anytime you're ready, Marshal.
2: Chester, close the door.
5: You see, you see, I didn't do it. I
4: didn't shoot him. All well, right, the then you stabbed
2: I... him, maybe. You said you never carried a gun. Look, Francie, go home and. Give matters a chance to simmer Matt, down.
6: Uh, I'm going to ask you for something. Yeah? Turn Pete Ziggler out into the street.
2: What? Francie, they're itching to get their hands on him.
6: Let him have him. It'll prove that story's a lie, that you didn't make a deal with him. Please, Matt, I have to live here. Tell me, I have to live here. Matt? Matt? Don't look at me like that.
2: Go home, Francie. Go home or leave town or hang yourself or anything you like. Just go away. Matt? Away! Right now! I bought me a bottle at the Alipagans, Mr. Dillon. Would you care for a drink? No. Guess the funeral's over. There'll be others. Funny. Now, I miss that bell. Awful quiet, ain't it? It's just what... Just about on schedule. Are you ready, Chester? Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. I'd use a shotgun if I were you. It's more effective when there's a mob to be dealt with. Oh, yes, sir. I am. Ziegler. You too, son. If trouble starts, lie down flat on the floor and keep your head down all the time. Don't gawk to see what's happening. You understand me?
7: Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. All right.
4: Dillon! Dillon! Chester, I want
2: you to stand here in the doorway after I go out, where you can cover the back door and me at the same time. Do yes, sir. Do. Do. All right, Chester. Open the door.
4: Come on!
2: It's my duty to warn all of you that you're in the breach of the peace. I've sworn to uphold the law. I've killed men in order to do it, and I'm prepared to do so again.
4: You're a Dutchman, Dylan. Men! I ask you to be sensible and to leave quietly. But if you refuse to listen to reason, if you insist upon being fools, if
2: you've already decided to act like wolves instead of humans, then there's nothing I can say to make you change your minds.
4: All right, you want Peter Ziegler? Well, he's not born 20 feet behind me, so come on and get him, any of you. One at a time or all at once. Come on. Which one of you wants to die first? You? You? You, Adam? Well, what do you say, Adam? You let him here. Don't let this star on my coat stop you. Come on. There. I'm not wearing it now. Well, come on. Draw, Adam. Draw.
2: You all right, Mr. Dillon? Yeah. Get his gun. Man alive, I couldn't even see your hand move.
5: Uh, Marshal, oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Doc,
2: you make one single funny remark and I'll knock you down. You just take him to your office and get to work.
5: Well, I... I never do mean to offend, Marshal. In my line of work,
2: well, bodies, they're just so much lumber. Make all the jokes about them, you please, but not to me and not in my hearing. In my line of work, there's nothing humorous about death. Give him a hand, Chester. No, 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 I can handle the Marshal. Thank you. Thank you. Just the
8: same. Can you direct me to the Marshal's office?
2: Uh... Yes, ma'am, right here. I'm Marshal Dillon.
8: Well, I left Cottonwood as soon as I got your telegram. I'm Miss Bonnie. Where's my boy?
2: Oh, we have him, ma'am, safe and sound. Here, let me help you down. Thank you. It's that horse, Chester. Right this way, ma'am.
8: Oh, I'm so sorry he put you in all that trouble, Marshal. The truth of the matter is he's a wild one, and no mistake. Takes after his father, one scrape after another.
2: Uh, he was no trouble at all. I Enjoy, children like to have him around. Bob? Bob, your ma's here. Son? Chester, where's the boy? Did you let him slip past you? No, sir, Mr. Dillon. He never got past me. Look. The back door's open.
8: He's seen me and he hightailed it. The devil.
2: <laughs> we'll round him up for you, ma'am. Don't worry.
8: Oh, I don't know why I bother hauling him back. If he's run away once, he's run away a thousand times. This time he ran because I wouldn't buy him a gun. He wanted a real one. That boy's just gun crazy, I swear. I got him a nice barlow knife instead. Barlow knife. I reckon it didn't signify an off he runs.
2: Barlow knife? A kid. Chester, find that kid.
8: Marshall, has he done something bad with it? Told him to use it careful. He promised he'd use Quiet. it careful. Uh, no, uh,
2: never mind, Chester. He's got Clay's strawberry ruin. We'd never catch up to. Him. Oh, I
8: try to bring him up right. Tell him to be good, but he don't listen. He just don't listen. Now
2: calm yourself, ma'am. Just calm yourself. Here's his little bundle, Mister Dillon. What? Yeah, give it to me. That's pretty heavy. That... <laughs> Here, you're better at knots than I am. Open it, will you?
8: the moment he was born, he has been nothing but tribulation to...
2: Now, please, ma'am. What's he got in it, Chester? Uh, shirt, stockings, piece of sausage, and this. 44 double action. Yes, sir, Mr.
3: Dillon. That's Clay's gun. Sonny didn't manage to keep it long, did he?
2: Well, if he wants a gun that bad, he's bound to get hold of another one somewhere, somehow. Chester, call Mr. Hightower, over.
5: Hey! Hey, Mr. Hightower! Oh. Come on over. Mr. Dillon wants you.
2: Marshal, could I have at least a drink of water? What? Oh, Ziegler, uh, I forgot all about you. Uh, uh, Chester, where are the keys? Yeah, right there on the desk. Oh, It'll be safe for you to go home now.
5: I, I can go back by the phone.
2: Yeah, that's right. I'll send for you for the trial. Well,
5: Duncan should. Duncan, should.
2: Watch where
4: you're going, you dumb... Excuse me.
2: Yes, Marshal. Mr. Hightower, it appears that we can do business after all. Get some paper and a pencil. I want some notices printed. Fire away. Wanted for murder. Wanted for murder. Uh, what's the boy's name?
8: Bonnie. William Barney.
2: William Barney. William Barney. Age twelve. Height about five feet. Hair light. Eyes blue. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose he's known by any other name.
8: I know. Everybody just called him Billy. Or the kid.
2: Also known as Billy. The kid. <laughs>
0: That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.
3: Around Dodge City and in the Territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke.
2: But the dead men's
3: women knew that it wasn't a dream. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad. The story of the violence that moved west with young America. The story of a man who moved with it. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal.
2: a cold morning, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. I'm ready for spring, Chester. The tail end of winter always gets on my nerves.
5: Well, it shouldn't be long now, but the worst of it's bound to be over.
2: Well, I hope so. Here, let's try some Delmonico's here, huh? <laughs>
1: I'm always ready to eat, Mr. Dillon. Morning, Matt. Chester. Oh, hi, are you kidding? Well, How about joining me, huh? Well, thank you.
2: Pull up a chair, Chester. Yes,
1: hey. sir. <laughs> You're up early this morning, Matt. Usually you don't even start breathing till noon. It's
2: too cold to sleep, Kitty. That jail stove always burns itself out about five o'clock in the morning. From then on, you just have to... Oh,
1: what is it, Matt?
2: Chester, that second table from the window over there. Hmm? Those three men there, you know them? No, oh, sir, I don't think you do. Well, I do. Ran into them about four years ago out in Arizona territory. That's the Pueblo gang. Never heard of them coming this far east before. Well, you want some help, Mister? No, just sit tight, Chester.
1: Just... Ma'am.
2: Uh, order me some sausage and buckwheat cakes, Kitty. Will you? I'll be right back.
3: I don't want to stay in this town. I don't like it at all. all right, but go funny. ahead.
2: Morning, boys. It's the Parks brothers, isn't it? Ed and Rio, and Chuck Evans. Well, what about it? Easy, Rio. It's Dylan, the U.S. Marshal, the one I told you about. Yeah, I bet you did. What'd you tell him, Chuck? Look, Dylan, our food's getting
3: cold. You got something on your mind or not?
2: Nothing important, Rio. I figure it's quite an honor to have the Pueblo gang in town. I just thought I'd drop over and tell you how I felt about it. And uh, how do you feel? Well, that depends, Ed. Are you boys here on business or a pleasure? Does it uh, make a difference? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a difference. I know your reputation, Wester here. Half the stage holdups in the last five years from Colorado to the California border can be laid right at your door. But as far as I know, you're clean in Dodge City so far.
1: Now, look all right, Dylan, you just we...
2: keep it that way. You make one move here, and your time's up. Right then, you're short, and I'll take you, all three of you. You understand? Sure, we understand. We'll think it over, Dylan, Let you know what we decide to Rio, do. Rio, you talk too much. Now, see you around, boys. You can put the gun away now, Chester. All right. I'm just going to be ready in case.
1: Uh, Matt, I thought I'd tell you. Those boys are mean. They're on the Texas Trail last night. They're just downright mean. Yeah, I know. What do we
5: do,
2: Mr. Dillon?
1: Run them out of town?
2: Not unless they give us some reason to, Chester. Yes, sir. The law doesn't say you can hang a man because he might steal a horse you know, forget it. Let's eat,
4: huh?
2: Our old train just about ready to pull off. Looks like yes, yeah, on time. It's three o'clock. Be in St. Louis tomorrow night, Chicago the next day. If the engine holds up. (laughs) They don't break down so much anymore. They're getting them worked out so they're pretty dependable. Yeah, I guess so.
5: You ever get a hankering to take a trip back east, Mr. Dillon, just to see how things have changed?
2: Uh, Not me, Chester. I've been on the frontier too long. I'd be lost back there. I wouldn't know how to act.
5: I I guess man could get his rope kinked over which fork to use or
2: what to do with it. Oh, you Will. You down watching your competition pull out? There'll be stagecoach running for a long time to come yet. Railroad's not bothering me any. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Something else is, though. No? Matt, the stage from Buckeye. is more than two hours overdue. I'm getting a little worried. Well, why, it's usually late, isn't it? Not on this particular day of the month. Well, what's today particular? Gold dust. Uh-huh. It's the day those plaster mines out there always ship their cleanup. Charlie's never missed getting it here at three o'clock on time for the eastbound Santa Fe, not once. Who's riding the shotgun, Will? Houston Jack. Well, he's a good man. I doubt if there's any cause to worry. That shipment runs eighty or hundred thousand dollars sometimes, Matt. Never been laid before. Oh, Charlie'll probably roll in any minute now. Uh, we'll see you later, Will. So long. What do you think, Mister Dillon? Same as you do, Chester. Let's ride out and meet that stage. I still think I heard a horse went in, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, I thought I heard it, too.
8: We must be an hour and a half from town to with the stage runs. I'm sure
5: he is late, all right.
2: I hope late is all it is, Chester. I hope it's not.
5: There. there. There it is again, Mr. Dillon.
2: Yeah, it came from that draw over there, somewhere on that sumac thicket. Come on. Come
5: on. Look, Mr. Dillon. Wheel track leading off the trail. Yeah.
2: running into the dead gallop and out of control. Oh, ah, well. well, Chester, there's the stage. I don't see any sign of life, Mr. Dillon. Well, uh, let's take a look. Oh. There's cracks all around. Must have been three or four horses here. Yeah, three the way I'm figuring it. I'll lay any odds you want that This is some of the... That's Houston Jack, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. Shot in the back of the head. They didn't take any chances. They must have ridden up behind the stage and fired without any warning. That's probably what spooked the horses and started the runaway. Yeah, they shot the lead horse. It's an old trick.
3: Charlie's still up here on the box. They got him too. Huh.
2: That
3: strong box has been forced open.
2: It's empty. All right, Chester, let's cut these horses loose and get them out of the traces, huh? It.
1: Oh. Come on now, boy. Yeah.
2: Ah. It's the same way they used to work it out west. Yeah. Shoot the guard in the back and let the team run until they're far enough off the trail and then kill the lead horse to stop them. You
5: mean that Treble so gang?
2: Yeah, who else? Yeah. Oh! oh. That's a good thing there weren't any passengers. They'd have got the same treatment.
4: All right, there you go, boy. Ah!
2: I think there were some passengers, Mr. Dillon. One, at least. What? Huh? There's a couple of trunks tied on top and a carpet bag of some kind inside the stage. Here, yeah, let's have a look. Well, the only bodies are the guards and the drivers. Maybe one of the gang was riding as a passenger. They wouldn't leave trunks behind it. What is it? There's stuff in the carpet bag. It belongs to a woman. There's
5: no woman here?
2: Yeah, I know. Well, then they must have taken her. Yeah. It's almost dark. Come on, Chester. Let's try to pick up their trail. <laughs> There's no use going any farther, Mr. Dillon. It's too dark to tell what we're doing. Well, they were heading toward the river here. Let's take a look through these willows, and if we don't find anything, then we'll ride on back to town. All right, I still keep getting a faint whiff of wood smoke from somewhere. I sure wish we would find the fire. It's getting colder in the... Hint. Wait a minute. Look over there. Well, i swear. It's fire, all right. Uh, what's left of one of them, Mr. Dillon? Uh, you suppose there's still. I don't there? know. Let's leave the horses here and go up on foot, huh? All right, Jim. Well, there's nothing moving. No signs of life. They couldn't have left too long ago. That fire would have burned itself out. Well. I'd say we're too late, Mr. Dillon. I think they've gone. Yeah, it looks that way all right. Yeah, half hour or an hour ago. Made a fast camp, stayed long enough to warm up, and then they... Would... What was that? I don't know. They're over here, Chester. There's somebody lying on the ground.
1: Help me.
8: Help me, please.
2: Here. Throw some brush on the fire, Chester. Yes, sir. Yes. No, it's all right, miss. It, it's all right now.
8: Three of them. Robbed the stage. Killed the driver
1: and the guard. Brought me with them. Anything I can do, Mr. Dillon?
2: No, Chester, I'm afraid not. i oh, love it. Chester, get some light over here. Grab one of those branches that's caught fire. All right, Mr. Dillon, just a second. Easy now, ma'am. Just easy now. It's going to be all right.
8: I pleaded with them. Begged them to to let me go.
2: Here. This help, Annie? Yeah, hold it over here. Mm. Helen.
1: But they wouldn't. They wouldn't let me go.
2: Helen Ford.
1: And when they left, they drew their guns. And shot
2: me. Easy now. They shot me. You know who they were? Helen? Helen, can you hear me?
1: One. One named Rio. One called Chuck. They sat on their horses. Shot me. Then they laughed. She's in awful bad shape, Mister Dillon. We ought to get her to dock. He shot me and laughed, but it didn't matter. Not that. No. Well, I guess it's too late now.
2: Yeah, it's, it's too late. I'll carry her back to Dodge. Get me your saddle blanket, will get Chester? You knew her, Mr. Dillon? A long time ago. Then things happen the way they do. Later, she married Bill Ford and went out to Colorado. A long time ago. I didn't expect I'd ever see her again. It's a bad thing, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to see him hang for it.
3: We will return... We will return for the second act of Gunsmoke in just a moment. But first, everybody's got a heart. That's a plenty solid reason for everybody to support with generous contributions the annual fun drive of the Heart Campaign. Don't forget, what your money pays for is aimed at making the sick well and keeping the well from getting sick. Support the Heart Campaign again this year. Now for the second act of Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke.
2: Over here, Chester. We'll check the livery stable first. Yes, they could have pulled out, of course, but i lay odds. They came straight back into town. It won't take long to find out. Now, let's go in.
5: Who's there? Who is it?
2: Matt Dillon. Is that you, Mr. Kelvin? Oh, yeah, sure is, Marshal.
5: Hey, let me get a lantern lit. I'm just fixing to lock up
2: the stable and go over and grab myself a bite to eat. Running things alone again tonight, and the confounded boy didn't show up. I Like he's not drunk and seen... There. Now, come on, Marshal. we got a fire going back in the office. Come on back. Set us plan. I'd like to, Calvin, but we don't have time. I'm looking for some horses. Well, i got them, Marshal. You want to buy, trade, or hire? Now, just a look. Yeah. There are three fellows staying over at the Dodge house. They've been there about a week. Ed and Rio Parks and Chuck Evans. They're keeping their horses here. Yeah, they are right back Here. And if I ever saw a ruination of good horse flesh, this is it. There. Take a look there. That one belongs to the oldest parks boy, Ed, and the one next to it's Rios. They been rode, mister Dillon. They've been rode plenty. Yeah. What time they come in, Calvin? Well, about an hour ago, more or less. They're gone since forenoon, just come back a little while ago. Look at that horse, been rubbed down twice, and he's still wet. They didn't say where they'd been, did they? No, not them. They ain't the talking kind. Just left their horses and went on over to the hotel.
5: Well, wherever they was, though, they must have been riding like the devil himself was chasing them.
2: Well, maybe he was. Uh, thanks, Mr. Keller.
1: Well, yeah, sure. Well,
2: I guess there's not much doubt of it, Chester. No, sir. It was them, all right. And I could have stopped it before it happened. A man shouldn't be jailed on suspicion, I figured. Just because he might do something wrong. Well, my. Everybody has to play it the way he sees it. Only sometimes you can see it a lot plainer afterward. What are we going to do? Go get him, that's all. Well, where do we start looking? The Texas Trail. Why one thing, Chester, before we go in? Now, you leave the play on this to me, huh? Just keep me covered, that's all. Mr. Dillon, what was her name before she was married? Marlowe. Helen Marlowe. All right, come on, let's go. Yeah,
1: I told her. Oh, it was a real dull evening up until now. Hi, are you, Max? Chester? How Kitty, kitty. Uh,
2: I'm looking for the Pueblo gang. Have any of them been in here?
1: Why, yeah. One of them's here now. Little Park. She's over there at the ferro table. Huh? Well, what's wrong, Max? What happened?
2: Well, they held up the Buckeye stage, killed Charlie and Houston Jack, and a passenger, a woman, Helen Ford. Ah. Oh. Yeah. All right, Chester.
1: Be oh, careful, man.
2: Yeah, sure, Kitty. Just cover me, Chester.
3: That's all. Yes, you. 500 says I've got the too much of me. Are you going to cover me or not? What's the matter? Are you all a bunch of bikers?
2: Maybe they haven't been out robbing stagecoaches, Rio.
3: What do you mean
2: by that? Maybe they don't make their living by killing women. Bill, a man could get in trouble shooting off his mouth that way. You're already in trouble. All right, boys, Rio's checking in his hand. The game's over. You can slide out at the end of the table over there. You're under arrest for murder, Rio. I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. Murder. The murder that you're going to hang for. Now, where are the other two? Go find him if you want him. I'm going to as soon as I finish with you. I said you're under arrest, Rio. Now get your hands up. Well, Those I don't. Didn't... You're not going to make any play. You don't have the guts. Shooting a man in the back is more your line, Rio. You're killing a woman. Now get your hands up. That's better. All right, Chester, get his gun. Mm-hmm. like it's getting colder, Mr. Dillon. Clear as a bell, though. Look at that moon.
5: Where do you suppose they
2: are? You've been in nearly every saloon on Front Street. I don't know, Chester, but wherever they are, we're going to find them. And you know something, Mr. Dillon? When we do arrest the other two, they're as good as hung with the evidence we got on them. I haven't arrested them yet. Maybe them other two won't be taken as easy as Rio. That's up to them. If they want to surrender, they can I've never shot a man with his hands up. Chester. Huh? Ben's barbershop over The man that he's shaving.
1: It's kind of hard to tell with all that lather. No,
2: it's head. Ed Parks. Come on.
1: And There's just him and Ben in the shop. I wonder where Chuck Evans is.
2: We'll worry about him later.
8: Hey, just help yourself to seat, gentlemen. Be ready for you just as soon a
2: Oh, evening, Marshal. How you, Ben? I didn't know you were in the habit of shaving outlaws.
8: Uh, well, may- maybe you're mistaken, Marshal. Uh, you just have a seat
2: there. And no, I... I recognize him, all right. It's Ed Parks. Uh, well, uh, looks like you got the advantage of me, Dylan. Well, we can't have that, Ed. Wipe the leather off his face, Ben. Yes, sir. Sure thing, Marshal.
8: Uh, yeah. Just a second now, Mr. Parks. There. There you are.
2: It's too bad you have to leave that shave half finished, Ed. But They'll give you a free one just before they hang you. What are you talking about, Dylan?
8: Uh, now, gentlemen... Ed, you're
2: under arrest for murder. Get your hands up. Your brother's waiting for you at the jail.
3: You arrested real?
2: What about the hands, Ed? Are you going to put them up? No, <laughs>
1: Donnie,
2: that was a fast move for a barber, Ben.
8: I, I knew he had a gun under the towel, Marshal, but, of course, I couldn't say anything about
2: it. Oh, thank you, Ben. And if you'll send the bill for your shaving mug to the stage company, they'll probably take care of it for you. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. Chester, spill some water on him. I want him to walk to jail. <laughs> I bet Chuck Evans got clean away, Mr. Dillon. The word must have got to him. Well, they had to do it awful fast. The clerk said he checked out of the hotel less than ten minutes ago. <laughs> Kelvin? The light must hurt his eyes. He never keeps a lantern burning.
3: Afraid of fire, maybe.
2: Kelvin? Are you there, Kelvin?
3: Yes. Hey, yeah, what's wrong?
2: Who is it? Matt Dillon. Oh. Strike a light, a man could fall over something in this stable and break his neck. All
5: right, all right. I'm just don't get excited. I'm used to it myself
2: I know just where everything is and don't see any point in wasting oil I... Now, what's on your mind, Marshal? Chuck Evans is his horse still here. Well, yes, indeed, it most certainly is. As a matter of fact, he's back there saddling up right now. Good. I told him it seemed like a fool time of night to start out on a trip. Hey, you can't reason with anybody that treats horses the way that bunch does. Uh, I guess not.
5: Tell
2: him. Well, go on, answer him. Uh, 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 yes?
5: What is it? Give me a hand back here, will you?
2: Tell him yes.
5: All right. I'm
2: coming. What's this all about, Marshal? Nothing to get yourself worked up about. Just stay right here and stay out of the way. Uh-huh. All right, Chester. Yes, sir. He's got a lantern right there at the stall. Yeah. Well, you were right about one thing, Chester. He's trying to leave Tom. Give me
1: a
5: hand
3: with this, Kelvin. I can't seem to get the...
2: You've gone somewhere, Chuck.
3: Now, look. Look, Dylan. You've got nothing on me. Lay off.
2: And the Parks boys are in jail.
3: I, I don't know anything about it, Dylan.
5: You can't prove a thing, and, and you can't shoot me. I, I'm not even wearing a gun. It,
3: it, it's hanging there on the saddle horn.
2: Yeah. So I see.
3: If the other boys did something, I I, I don't know anything about
2: you're it. You're a liar, Chuck. And you're a coward. You've got no call to talk like Shut that. Up. Now, you're under arrest. Just to get his gun off the saddle. Look
5: out, Mr. Dillon. He's got another gun. I'll kill you, Say, Help me!
2: You're scared, Chuck. You're too scared to shoot straight. Oh, help me! <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, I guess that does it, Chester. Come on. What was it, Marshal? Look, what happened? Evans is dead. The Parks boys are going to hang. Your short three customers killed Oh, well, who's going to pay the stable bill? The stable bill? Yeah. Oh, you got their horses. Sell them. Oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Well, it serves them right. Anybody that would treat a horse the way that
5: bunch did, baby. I
2: guess it's over, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, it's over, Chester. And it's just as well. This country would be a lot better off with them fellows dead than alive. I guess so. Huh.
1: Even the moon looks brighter. Yeah. Mr. Dillon, you're still thinking you should have jailed him on suspicion, aren't
2: you? Well, I'd have half a dodge in jail if I started that. now, Chester, it's the kind of a chance a lawman has to take. Yes, sir. Whether he likes it or not. Yes, sir but I'm not liking it much right now. In the morning, I'm going to have a talk with a preacher about holding a service for Helen. That's about all I can do for her now. Um.
3: Gunsmoke, under the direction of Norman MacDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Tonight's story was especially written for Gunsmoke by Les Crutchfield, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Featured in the cast were Lawrence Falcon, Tom Tully, Paul Dubov, John Daner, Harry Bartell, and Louise Lewis. Parley Bear is Chester, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Gunsmoke is heard by our troops overseas through the facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Join us again next week as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, fights to bring law and order out of the wild violence of the West in Gunsmoke. Mm Starting tomorrow on most of these same CBS radio stations, there will be more Arthur Godfrey and his gang presented by CBS Radio for our Sunday listeners. Folks who are regular Arthur Godfrey fans know there's been a 30-minute roundup of Arthur Godfrey time Sundays at the Star's Address. But starting tomorrow, there'll be 30 minutes more with Arthur Godfrey and all the wonderful Arthur Godfrey gang. This is Roy Rowan speaking. And remember, Lionel Barrymore is your host on the Sunday Night Playhouse